Hello, everybody, and welcome to Oh Snap, an MCU podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbach, and today I am joined by Marcely Jean-Pierre. Oh, snap. <laughs> He's 90 years old today. <laughs> and Keen Cobb. Oh, snap. Oh, and we got, we got a you. <laughs> a youth with us <laughs> 90 years old and nine years old all right uh thank y'all for being here here to discuss hawkeye episode four titled partners am i right and it's a uh, it's a good one i can't believe we're already in the latter half of this series uh so i want to hear what you think of episode four partners am i right keen uh, I mean, you're not gonna you're gonna catch you're not gonna catch me saying I I dislike any of these episodes. So, just get that out of your brain. Uh, okay, you've already tasted my... what's coming out next. <laughs> uh, very. Uh, I'm. How can I say this? Um, it's probably two, number two after week uh, after episode three. But yeah, this is uh, as far as like uh, story wise and build. This was great. Um, you saw. Clint kind of like delve even deeper into like the depths and like the sadness and shit, which was cool. There was a lot of like a lot of callbacks, a lot of uh, correlations. So they did this really well, and something really cool happened. And I can't wait till we talk about it. Actually, <laughs> um, yeah, I love this episode too. Um, this was this was close for me. It was it was close to. Um, my favorite episode it, it it's pretty much it's close to episode three but um i think that uh that one shot scene <laughs> for the chase scene might give episode three a little bit of a um, boost but um in terms of just the emotion the the relationship between uh kate and clint it, it's just like i i think there's there's a lot of questions that i still have but um it has me very excited for these last two episodes and also a little upset that is there's only two episodes left. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It, it feels like there should be like at least eight, but, um, <laughs> yeah. but I, yeah, I, I really enjoyed this episode for a lot of reasons that we'll, we'll get into in a second. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Same. Definitely uh, enjoyed it. I've been seeing around the internet uh, that some people feel that it was more fillery of uh, a kind of an episode which I can't stand that because most often that's said by people who completely gloss over character development yep. <laughs> and, and yeah. exposition and things that you need. Just because we're not doing huge leaps story-wise doesn't mean that it's a filler episode. Yeah, uh, I think so to call it a good. filler episode is very, uh, very much neglecting all of the heart of, of the episode. There's so much um mm -hmm. heart in it and and natasha romanoff is all over the episode mm -hmm. and you can't that that can't qualify as a filler episode if you ask me there's yeah, too many natasha, reveals all over it uh so much so that i just finished re-watching black widow uh and watching that uh end credit scene which leads into uh this mm -hmm. episode of, of mm -hmm. hawkeye uh so a bunch going on here. I'm just going to go quickly over some some main points, but then I want to hear uh, things you like, things you didn't like, uh, speculation, all the normal podcasty things. Partners, am I right? Uh, so we basically pick up where, right where we left off with at the Bishop Compounds with some weirdness there. Um, what's up with Laura? Uh, 
she's definitely got some connections connections there. Jack is the CEO of Sloan LTD, laundering money for the tracksuit mafia. Uh, she knows that the watch is operational. We had that Christmas party scene, movie marathon, tree trimming, heart to heart, snapping coins. Uh, we had the LARPA side quest, Kazi in the car with Hawkeye. Uh, it's like comedians in cars with coffee. Uh, <laughs> Yelena Belova back in the uh, MCU in this episode after her appearance with Contessa at the end of Black Widow. So what interests you? Uh, oh, can I say all of the above? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Um, I guess we'll keep talking. <laughs> But the, the coolest thing was, uh, or not coolest, but like as far as like going beat by beat or whatever, is I don't have any experience with this uh, actress before this this show, but man, she's she uh, Mrs. Bishop or Miss Bishop, uh, Kate's mom. Man, mm. she plays a great villain. She does. Like the way she was very cold and calculated, and brought up Natasha twice to this man. Yeah. So she knows who he is. She knows who Natasha is, and she knows how important she was to him to keep bringing it up like that. I was like, yeah, yep. you've, you've handled loss. You lost your previous partner. Da-da. And he's just like, all right, bitch. Uh, yeah, cool, cool. I'm going to just leave. You can shut up now. You don't have to keep bringing yeah. her up. Um, I, love, I love the different correlations of partners throughout the entire episode as far as like mm-hmm. um, uh, Clint and Kate and then the talking about Clint and uh, Natasha, uh, Natasha and Yelena, uh, uh, Bishop and or um, I forgot her. You just said her her first name, but uh, Kate's mom and uh, the CEO Jack, Jack yeah. even mm-hmm. brought up uh, in this the scene with um, Kazi, Kazi and um, oh my god, Echo. terrible, Kazi and Echo. Partner, mm-hmm. like the whole episode, and the LARPers in there. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't take my bag. No, my wife just got me this bag. No, don't. You can't have this bag. It's embroidered. Uh, yeah, to to Keen's point, she uh, uh, Vera Farmiga. As I mentioned before, she's on uh, Bates Motel. Check it out. It is so damn good. Uh, so creepy, and she's great in that, and also a villainy kind of role. And yeah, she is so good at playing a villain that she hasn't done anything that's really villainy at all yet. Yeah, yeah. Yet you can feel like, oh, you're an evil bitch, aren't you? <laughs> like, you're, <laughs> you're no good. You're no good. That's what I was about to say too. Like she, she's so good at being a villain that she hasn't really like been a villain. And like, um, it's it's kind of it makes me think of like, uh, it turns my wrestling mind on and makes me think of um, like a a really good heel who doesn't present as a heel, but like, you know, as the viewer that there's something underlying going on and that like a a big reveal uh, and a big like heel turn, I guess you could say um, is, is on, is going to happen soon. It's going to happen like Mm -hmm. very soon. Um, And it's also like the way that it's presented, like Kate, doesn't think anything like she has no suspicion of her mom at all she, at she's all. like yeah she's like jack is there's something about jack that's off but like my mom she's cool like she 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 could be a little you know i guess uh helicopter mommy and you know she could be a little bit much and, and a little bit unfair in certain ways but i mean she's still my mom but like jack is the one who's the bad guy and and it really makes me wonder like how much of a bad guy jack is i know we kind of talked about it last mm-hmm. week um 
but he seems there's so much more under him because he's like he's not he seems to know a, a shitload of information that he's not revealing mm-hmm. um yeah. and just like he wasn't like showing his full potential when he was fencing uh in the living room with kate uh i feel like that's kind of like his whole thing in a nutshell like he's he's just hiding a whole lot um under that mustache (laughs) (laughs) and it's funny too because uh he's the yeah he's the opposite of uh vera in that way where he is presenting so goofy and so fun and so charming he almost doesn't seem real as an actor uh like this guy uh uh, Tony Dalton is his name. Like I, I mentioned before, he's on Better Call Saul, and he's the same kind of way on there. It's just this, he's so good, this understated, under-the-surface kind of evilness to him. Uh, whereas with Vera, it's up there, but she's doing nice things, which is which is odd. I don't know. Yeah. So it's a fun dynamic between those two uh, partners. Yeah. If I may. Yeah. Uh, and he, Jack, uh, we, we learned from Laura that he is the CEO of Sloan LTD, which they found out last. Um, they kind of probed into, um, hacked into mom security system and found out uh, what that was. And uh, through Hawkeye's connection to his connection, his wife, um, <laughs> his, his, his source, his inside man, uh, lets him know that uh, he's the CEO and the Sloan LTD is what is being used to launder the money uh, through uh, the track from the tracksuit mafia. And Laura also knows that this watch is out there and it's got a signal, uh, which leads me to ask what's up with Laura. Yeah. Was she like, <laughs> is she a former shield agent or something? Like she, she they has really to have been something. Yeah, definitely. She, yeah. Cause like, never... yeah, she, she's way too in on, on everything. Um, and a part of me wants her to like, just in episode six, just like show up and beat Vera's ass and and be the one to like, yeah, to take her down. Cause she, yeah, like she's so cool. But like, again, like we, there's so many question marks behind her um, mm-hmm. that like makes her character super intriguing. Cause she's just holding it down as mom and she's held it down as mom the entire time that we've known her. But like, She's got some skills. She has to. Like, I, I want to see her in action. And she's been so very understanding about yeah. everything that Clint has done over the over the years. Um, so yeah, there's there's something, something, something's going on. And it would be fun to see her in action uh in a way that helps him get home for <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah. Uh, he's getting home for Christmas, whether she comes or not. It's gonna right. happen, and he's gonna show up at the door, and probably they'll open the door, and he'll do one of those like falling down and smoke coming <laughs> off and things. <laughs> uh, but he's he's getting there. Uh, but it would be nice for her to make it a, a family family affair. <laughs> Any other thoughts yeah. on on Laura? What's going on there? Uh, not much. I mean, I, I was gonna say I did really like that was one of the partnerships that I enjoyed the fact that. It's cool. It's funny to see the kids react because like uh, uh, I forgot the daughter's name. Um, I forget everyone's name, apparently. Um, Leela, I think or I might be way off with that one. But uh, she was like, as soon as mom started talking to, or Laura started talking to code, she knew exactly who she was talking to. She knew she was talking to Clint um, and like 
the fact that they that she was able to like all right do this do that you're gonna do that kind of play all right let me find out what's going on i'll hit you back blah blah blah. it's just cool to have that because like yeah he's just out there bow and arrow nothing else sleeping at uh some some uh girl's aunt's house so yeah the fact that he has that kind of source is really really cool Mm -hmm. yeah uh when they were at the dinner, uh, Clint steals the uh, sword back, so he's got he's got that back in his possession. It's like these this little a bunch of these little side quests happening. He's got to collect all these different things, like their uh, freaking triforces mm-hmm. uh, throughout the uh, throughout the land. Uh, does he have everything now? He's got the he's got the sword. He's got the he's got the suit. Was is that it? Yeah, he's got to clean up the loose ends now. You got Earth yeah, tied okay, to loose I, ends, I should say. Yeah, and yeah. the watch. Um, oh, the watch. Yeah. Yeah. The loot, the warrant, and the crook, and uh, <laughs> then I'll put them put them away, and then uh, <laughs> Rockapella will do their thing. Um, <laughs> and there was speculation last week that he the, the he would have been the swordsman, and there yeah. would have been some history between Hawkeye and Jack. Yeah. And that didn't quite that didn't that quite could, feel like there was still there. That could still be in play because if Jack was there by himself, I could see him talking. But the fact that he was there, mind you, he was there with with he was Vera. there with thank you. He was there with Vera. Uh so that's one thing. Two, sure. Kate said, like, yeah, are, when they when they walked in, he was like, Are you sure they're not home? They're just yeah. in the fucking kitchen making coffee or something they were chilling yeah, and they just creeping like come on man so yeah. oh also if swordsman is as good as he's supposed to be he probably would have been a little bit more he, he probably would have known that that sword was walking away yeah you know yeah. he probably would have done something about that I don't know. That's what I was thinking too. Uh, I thought that Clint wasn't going to be successful with uh, trying to retrieve that sword. Um, And I think like when he had it, I was like, Oh, okay. I I was a little surprised. And um, yeah, I, I initially, I thought the same thing. I was like, I feel like Jack would have noticed because it's not like it was in another room. It was in the same room that all four of them were in. And I feel like Mm -hmm. everybody is pretty much like, like everybody in that room is like really good at like spy shit or like finding out information and like paying attention to detail so um i feel like he got that sword and there is knowledge that he got that sword. like nobody it was no it wasn't behind anybody's back at least yeah okay yeah i can see all that keen Two, two things one he meant to give that back to him one because or i already said one uh the sword the way the sword was propped One and a half. right there by the doorway that's easy as shit to just like all right cool yoink if if you if you're trying to hold on to it you're gonna try to put it away i, I know that Not might have been umbrella. a device yeah exactly that might, that might have been like a device the shoe <laughs> that might have been where like a device my, or with my sword uh, I, sorry i thought this was my umbrella sorry <laughs> It might have been a device or something for like the writers to make sure that the, the that we see the the sword. But the fact that the, it was right there by the doorway, um, very easy to just snatch. And two, there's a fucking sword on the kitchen table between all of them. Mm. Like you don't just have. And if you notice, every time they go there, 
There's more fucking there's swords. swords. There's multiple there's swords. There's a lot of swords yeah. and like sabers and shit mm-hmm. all over the place. So he knows what's going on, man. I I think yeah. he's gonna reveal himself to be the swordsman, or at least to be like a uh somebody that knows him, including a man of swords. Yeah. That too. Uh hopefully they don't they don't know somebody named Martha. But the uh the <laughs> thing that got me, or not got me, but another thing of that was I told Kristen last week they showed the little thing with the the, the uh bottles, the little coins and practicing mm-hmm. that. They did that with the coin toss with the fucking uh with the wanted uh trick trick bullet thing going around the corner. So like there's little tidbits of that in it already. So He's definitely going to reveal himself to be like the swordsman or somebody that knew him or knew his brother or something. And maybe they might uh, incorporate the dynamic of him being like a good guy, bad guy, um, I guess, anti-hero type of uh, villain or person. Um, And also might have, instead of having him be the the person who taught Clint everything, maybe eventually he ends up teaching, um, you know, Kate a thing or two. Because he is based off of the little spar that they had he's a better swords person than uh kate is and mm. kate is elite already so um he definitely seems like he can teach her a thing or two and uh, again like i was saying before i'm sure that he has other skills that he's you know just hiding um from everyone including his uh fiance yeah i mean if you're gonna call yourself the swordsman you gotta <laughs> you gotta be all right <laughs> you gotta be able to swing <laughs> that sword you can't be like Milos and seinfeld <laughs> like it's just oh, a man. hobby you know yeah. can't wait for that Seinfeld podcast uh also like this is the bishop residence right uh and mm. Jack is uh you know a new love moving he's moving his things and at what point does Eleanor just be like hey you know it's a lot of swords <laughs> it's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's enough with the swords already like, did she have nothing anywhere is, is he just moving all her shit in storage for all these swords was it just empty because there's a lot of swords there's a lot of swords a lot of swords all right what else uh so the yeah they hawkeye's alone you know we we gotta sorry can't come still gotta locate the watch and deal with the loose ends on the ronin bullshit can't come home and this is movie marathon night and once again uh kate kind of brings some heart uh, into yeah. their their little partnership, partnership, if you will, uh, and uh, yeah, that was, that was really nice. Uh, just the different things. Sweet, like, wasn't it? Showed up with pizza, <laughs> with the dog, uh, a tree. Come on, yeah, super nice. Yeah, and all them them classic movies. Even though I, I think mm-hmm. uh, I I didn't pinpoint all of the movies. Um, I saw the Santa Claus was the one that was in the front, but I couldn't tell what other movies. Christmas Vacation. Um, was in there uh mm-hmm. they had on it's a wonderful life at some point i think yeah yeah which you have to it's right you got to do that um and the black and white version too which is fantastic i love i love the, the only uh yeah i love the um while they're talking about that in the background you see the scene where he sees his three kids and hugging them just like go mm-hmm. home da, da, da. And i'm just like damn perfect yeah. perfect frame and yeah. they have clinton watching that like shit I want to be mm-hmm. home right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But good yeah. on Kate for like recognizing, you know, what day it was and, you know, that, you know, her, I guess, 
I guess you could call him mentor, but um, that Clint was just in need and he was just over there by himself. And it was a really thoughtful uh, thing for her to do and just like come over. And, you know, she was able to like really bond with him. Like, I, I love the fact that that entire sequence was just them, you know, just chilling around the house, uh, just doing like cool Christmassy shit. And, and in the middle of that, they were, just, they were figuring out like the, the big mystery and trying to figure out the case. And also while he's teaching her, you know, mm-hmm. he's teaching her little things, little like specific, um, I guess, skills that, that he has. And like the coin thing was like, even though it seemed like something little, like I'm sure that that'll come it's back. It's going to come back. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> going to come back. Absolutely. Uh, probably to turn something on or off. Yeah, uh, like that, a, a jukebox. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, rocking around. Uh, and they're going to fight to that song. Um, yeah, I think that it's really nice just seeing all of the instruction that's going on. They're just doing a very nice job of making this a, a very good passing of the of the torch sort yeah. of sort of series. Like, I don't know. We don't know how Hawkeye exits this series, um, whether or not they're going to stay true to comics, do something something different, uh, merge a bunch of different comics and storylines. You know, if he lives or dies, walks into the sunset with his with his family, what the deal is. Um, but for this storyline, they're really, really doing a nice job of setting setting her up to be Hawkeye. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like after all the shit that Clint has been through, keep the dude alive. Uh, just let him yeah. live. Let him let him live with his kids and his wife. Just let them be happy in solitude yeah. somewhere. Let him live for the eventual reunion uh, with Black Widow, uh, although it's from a different universe. Oh, Still yeah. gonna be the same. They're gonna they're gonna see each other. They're gonna know it's not their person, but it's good enough. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah. I can see that. All right. Where else are we? So we have the uh, LARPer side quest, Trick Arrows. Yeah. Uh, so the deal here was he's getting his, there are no more Trick Arrows. Um, there's Trick Arrow heads, and you can't just put them on any shaft. So he's got to go and get these, get this bag that the NYPD has in a, a storage locker. And he knows that there, there's a cop amongst the, uh, the LARPers. Uh, and sends and Kate's Kate handles that end of things. Um, what are your thoughts on their little side quest? Uh, if it brings up, which I think it will, lead to them getting their dope ass uh, uniforms. I'm 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 excited for mm-hmm. it. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope I hope it doesn't stay uh, to the comic book because one one of those LARPers in the in the comic book that character gets killed. So I'm hoping that doesn't come true, but if it happens, it has to. So, uh, but overall, it was just cool to see them geek out and seeing Kate hang out with them. And like the look on Clint's face is kind of similar to what I would have. Like, all right, what the fuck are you? I asked you to do one thing. What is this? Why are all these people like, so it was cool. I, I'm looking forward to the eventual clash uh, between the LARPers and the tracksuit <laughs> mafia. Like, <laughs> there has to be a battle between the two because they're like, as, as the tracksuit mafia is so like goofy and so like funny um, that it's hard to take them seriously. And then the LARPers are, they, it would probably mean the world to them to actually have a bit, just a tiny bit of action um, at some point 
uh, and just like what the it, hell? especially in their suits <laughs> what is that movie is it tommy davidson is it meteor man where like oh. the, the, all the residents come out uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, bad, the bad guy the, 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 the baddies. Uh, that's the, the kind of feeling i get from get from that where you have them just like holding up trash cans and, and <laughs> yeah you got, they got guns and and whatnot uh, exactly so yeah, the, the LARPers would have these aluminum foil wrapped sticks for their swords. <laughs> Trash can they lids. Use, they use they use a high grade foam rubber now, Mike. They don't use just sticks yeah. with, with yeah. Reynolds wrap. Yeah, Give them some and they credit. are making new uh, uniforms with uh, some state of the art materials, so they will have some protection there too. Um, yeah, I, I could see uh, some sort of showdown uh, almost coming uh, like the Rohirrim. In the the two towers, Lord of the Rings, the two towers. <laughs> when when it seems all is lost, here comes uh, Gandalf. Um, at first light on the fifth day at dawn, look to the east, and here they come down the hill. Uh, so that's that's our Larpers moment. As long um, as Grills doesn't yell on your left, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, yep. Um, by the way, Lord of the Rings podcast. We recorded our first episode. <laughs> oh, did you? We did record that will probably be up tomorrow, uh, which is oh, just yeah. a, a trailer episode to kind of discuss um, what we will discuss and just kind of get to know the people that will be on the podcast. Uh, so that will be up, and that is called The Beacons Are Lit. It's going to be a good time. Good time. Good. I just dropped I, I, two I, podcasts upcoming. I, let, let me let me quickly, on a side note, let me quickly commend your ability to come up with podcast names, because I think that is uh, <laughs> one of your your brightest skills, Mike. <laughs> I, I, I love all of the names of the, these podcasts. What I lack in hosting ability, I make up for <laughs> in titling once. Um, yeah. All right. So any more on the LARPers? uh they came through no. they delivered the, the yeah. package yeah they did very i'm very hype about that very excited but i want to talk about uh what was happening at the same time even though it was very predictable how cool that kind of scene is where the bad guys like oh man i had a long day at work all right let me get in my car like i knew i knew clint was just what up i knew he was sitting there the whole yeah, time whole... <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> why, why um, don't anybody in these movies ever check the car first Right. Never look in the back seat. I always look in my back seat just because I'm afraid that somebody's gonna be in that. Mm-hmm. I just don't get it. You got to. You got to. Everybody in movies uh nowadays is starting to catch on to the whole if you get bit by a zombie, you become a zombie kind of thing and is aware of zombies. So that's one thing that if if and when I ever write a film, any of the number of ideas that I have for them, it's gonna be one of the things. Like you check the back seat. Yeah, you just look in the back seat. <laughs> That's all you gotta do. Yeah. It's real simple. It's real simple. They make it. They make it difficult for some reason. Um, yeah. So Kazi in the car with Hawkeye. Yeah. But yeah, I I, I like that because that 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 brings up another, uh, like because we've seen, uh, Clinton, Kate, uh, you, uh, was it Eleanor and Jack, um, Clint and Laura, uh, Clint and Natasha is mentioned, and now we see uh, Kazi and. Uh, echo and the fact that in a very kind of what we were talking about earlier as far as like not being being evil but not really it really comes across as clint man giving him a stern like look tell her to chill 
because this could lead to her death. I'm just saying, chill the fuck out. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. let it drop this because the your boss doesn't want you to do this, but she keeps pushing you. And like, you know this better than anybody, even better than her, because you were the lieutenant before she came on. And he's like, he listened to him. He listening. And he wants to kill him, wants to do something. But he's like, shit, he's right. He's right. Because uh, bad guys hate when the good guy's actually right. <laughs> like, they hate that shit. And the fact that he kept checking for all his weapons, he was like, would you want to check for the box cutter? Like, <laughs> yeah. Clint checked the car. Clint checked the fucking car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if um, uh, Kazi, I think Kazi is being set up to have a bigger role in something else coming up. Because I feel like he's he seems like he's going to be the next um, I guess tracksuit leader or something like after whatever happens with Echo, um, he see, he's because he they alluded to him having all the knowledge and being around through a couple of different um, iterations, I guess, or of of the tracksuit mafia, um, and so he's one of those dudes who's been around for a while and has been picking up on everything and it probably has been ready to be a leader. Uh, for a lot longer than anybody around him has expected, but he's just waiting for the opportunity to uh, to pretty much just take over. Um, so I'm looking forward to seeing how he, how he becomes a more prominent character. Um, and I love the the scene, uh, the end of that scene between him and Clint uh, <laughs> when Clint walks out and he's like, "Hey, like, dude, can you can I get my gun back?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, sure." And then he just tosses that shit. <laughs> <laughs> He can't in, do nothing. He's like, oh, come on, man. In the comic book series, Kazi is the leader of the Traxi Mafia. And what's oh, cool okay. is his 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 villain name or whatever is Clown. And part of his makeup, he has like one little thing on his forehead. So they're already talking about that with the bruise or like that cut right there. So oh, I yeah. think he's gonna end up being that. So yeah. Oh, cool. Is I it like the seen... Joker yeah. type of no. more more mime than than like comedian? <laughs> But okay, yeah, okay. Uh, I could see him, I could see that. I could also see him being continuing to be the right hand to Echo should Echo do a face face turn, yeah, uh, and just be that that other person, like a lot of the heroes have, uh, that is a little bit more doesn't have quite the ability that they have. I would also add that I feel like this character probably auditioned for the part of um, that Kit, Kit Harrington plays in the Eternals. Yeah. And they were like, yeah. oh, Kit said yes. But this guy was so good. You're this guy so was good. So good. We got something else for you. Yeah. Uh, they are, they, they definitely auditioned for the same shit, these two. Yeah. They, yeah. They He's like, fuck, you beat me at Game of Thrones. <laughs> and, and now this, yeah. fuck. Could have been Jon Snow. <laughs> All right. Uh, any more on the combo with uh, Kazi in the car with Hawkeye? in the car. No. Okay. No. All right. Uh, the only thing left on my list is the uh, break in into what what ends up being Echo's apartment to get that watch, uh, and then on the roof. And as soon, and I'm sure you you two were the same way, where he's like, "Echo's here." I'm like, "Nope, she's here." And I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> know who the fuck that is?" <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know who that is. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, so, yeah, Yelena Belova is back. I'll be honest with you, I wasn't there yet because thanks to <laughs> fucking uh thanks right. to um what if I was like, is there a twin? Is there some double action going on? Mm-hmm. What's going on now? Okay. But as soon as I seen her fighting and I saw the one fucking uh the one zap, I'm like, yep, 
I got I was like, oh, I got I got I got hype. Cause as soon yeah. as I seen the zap, I saw the the wrist. I'm like, oh, that's definitely her. Yeah. Sorry yeah. I didn't catch up as fast as you guys. But I mean, <laughs> oh, it's quite all right. Quite nah, all right. It, honestly, if not for internet rumors and shit like that, I probably wouldn't have made the connection so immediately. But um, yeah, I was kind of anticipating it. But I think so for me, the moment where um where Kate found the list of Clint's family, I was like, oh shit, this is this is kind of getting really deep and this is this is getting scary so mm-hmm. uh i think still disney plus come on <laughs> <laughs> right um yeah that was like oh shit and uh, i didn't even think for a second that um they were in echo's apartment because for some reason i was just like echo probably just lives at that warehouse or whatever with the tracksuit mafia and like she probably just lives in a suite while the rest of them live in like i don't know some shitty shitty room all together like they probably all sleep in the same room together but, <laughs> the um, and shit. yeah it's like stop snoring bro <laughs> hey bro bro cut it out bro trying to cut my over here bro going to sleep up here people come on uh i was pretty quick on that one too uh just because uh as soon as i saw the flashing lights with no no sound i was like okay that, yeah exactly yeah and then, and then clinic lays it out exactly what it is what well, he's like what you were singing right now is what ha- is is an alarm system for people that cannot hear uh yeah. so yep um so while she is there dealing with um uh with that he's over there getting this shit kicked out of him by uh yelena i loved i loved the move that they pulled when uh him being uh the mentor and him talking through like, all right, look, this is what we got to do. We got to do this. We gotta yeah. do that. Da, da, da. You got that? Huh? We're... And then the fact <laughs> she's not there. She, she, yeah. One, she Batman the shit out of him. Yeah. Two, the fact that she was yeah. like, now what's going to be, what, what would make more sense? Me being up there and getting distracted or me doing this? And he was just like, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> like, yeah. She was right. <laughs> yeah. And she just asked the guy, hey, can I help you with your bags? <laughs> Boom. I'm in. <laughs> that goes like three steps off of uh, Hawkeye's plan. Yeah, and then the old dude, uh, she when she reveals to to the old dude in the elevator, she's like, "Ah, uh, you know, I'm talking to an Avenger," and he's like, "All right, I'll take my shit now, you weirdo. <laughs> you have a good night. I don't even live yeah. on this floor, but I, I'm I'm gone." <laughs> yeah, we will have our uh, where in this episode would Stan Lee have cameoed, uh, and Rob has texted us to say that's basically he would he would have just been that old man. Yeah, in that in that episode. Um, yeah, so Echo is fighting with Kate, uh, Yelena is battling Hawkeye, and then she smashes through the, the window and starts going and <laughs> gets caught halfway yeah. <laughs> through the, uh, zip line and they finally get there. And then it was neat watching them all, all go at it. And was it was dope. like a, it was like battle Royal. Everybody was fighting everybody except for, uh, Hawkeye. The Hawkeyes. Yeah. Kate, yeah. yeah. The Hawkeye, the, the Hawk's eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, the fact that like uh Echo in a weird way, it was a safer situation. It's as crazy as it sounds, it's safer that Kate was fighting Echo and not Yelena. Because Yelena would have killed her, I think, much faster, much more quicker. Mm. Uh and I, I love that they they leave little nuggets as far as like what not to do or what like when he was telling the story of how he met, uh, how he met Natasha, and since you saw, you just watched the movie, 
she talks about that throughout the entire movie. Yeah. <clears throat> and the fact that, like, he said something about, like, sometimes it's the shot you don't take. Kate had her perfectly lined yeah. up. She took the mask off, <laughs> lined her up. And someone was like, don't, some told her, like, don't shoot this, don't shoot her. And then she jumped off. That's going to play back in the future whenever they're on the Young Avengers or whenever they're in the Avengers together. I know sure. it. So, yeah. Um, and the fact when she threw her off and it took Clint back to to losing her losing his previous partner. And he was mm-hmm. like, that's when he that's when he was just like, Man, go home. I don't I can't lose you. Go home. Yeah. And I, yeah. she almost died twice up there because she landed weird as fuck on that little fucking uh that space that gap mm-hmm. yeah. where she landed on her back and then rolled over like she was that yeah. close to fucking woof. Yeah, and that that pause but before Clint actually like realized like he needs to pull her up and she was like hey what the fuck pull me up <laughs> um but that pause was like shit like i felt that because I, I immediately the way that they shot it it was like yep. it auto- immediately brings you to um you know or mirror yeah and um yeah he, he just has ptsd i mean it, it seems like just a very ptsd situation um and i i love that just the humanity of these characters um is so prevalent because obviously if like this was i don't know if if she had if kate had superpowers and she was like invincible like or if she was like you know like an average avenger you know what i mean um then obviously like her mom wouldn't ha- have been able to um say like hey you know you you should probably leave my daughter out of this because like she really can die um and yeah. she wouldn't be able to like really poke at that as much and then like those moments where um he realizes like, oh shit, this little girl actually, or she's not a little girl, but you know, this young woman <laughs> actually, <little> baby. <laughs> she actually could die doing the shit that we do. And, mm-hmm. and I can't have that on my conscience anymore. Um, yeah. So kind of having him like, and, and you could see it in his eyes and Jeremy Renner's acting again, just every time that there's an emotional, um, like whether it's a reference to Natasha or like his children, um, without saying anything he just shows so much emotion in his eyes yeah good actor good actor and yelena belova is she just basically the new black widow is that the title it's it's something that's the, it's one of those the comics, down titles in the comics i can't remember if she was white widow or not but i know she eventually takes the name so yeah okay. eventually she does become black widow Okay. And I realized again, in the MCU, I was just going to say, in the MCU, like, they take a long time to officially name their characters. Oh, so, like, yeah. the long-term, sportsman, story, long-term story booking, the fact that some wrestling companies don't know that, yeah, yeah, long-term. Yeah, like, I, I feel like the Swordsman probably won't ever be called the Swordsman, or, like, maybe in, like, three years, he'll finally put on a costume and he's like, you know, yeah. this is who I am, who I've been the whole time. <laughs> um, uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I no, I was just gonna say, um, yeah, Yelena, I for me, she's I, I I think I like her better than Natasha, but anyway, that's I'll just throw that out there. I, I really dig her character. She's really good, uh, and she's a lot of fun as an actress too. Yeah. Um, so at the end of Black Widow, Black Widow, Black Widow, Black Widow, uh, <laughs> post credit scene, 
you have, uh, what the hell is her name? Uh, Contessa Valentina Allegra de la Fontaine, uh, yeah. played brilliantly by Elaine Marie Bennis of Seinfeld fame <laughs> and uh, New Adventures of Old Christine, and of course, Veep, um, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. So she six Elena on Hawkeye. Uh, says this is the person that is responsible for killing Natasha for her death. What's up? Why? Why is she doing that? I think, honestly, I don't think in a weird way, obviously Contessa knows what she's doing. Like, she knew everything that was going on with, like, the shield when people didn't, especially that one line. She was like, uh, ownership's kind of hazy at that point. <laughs> Who else would know that shit? But anyway. Yeah. I think that was more of like um, possibly a fact-finding mission, maybe. Um, because if Yelena tracked them down there, Yelena knows about Kate Bishop. Yelena has seen them work together, seen them do stuff. So honestly, it might be another recruiting trip. I'm not sure if she's trying to recruit Hawkeye or she's trying to recruit Hawkeye, <laughs> but she's <laughs> trying to recruit somebody out of it. So, I Or... This could be leading, if it leads to, to Hawkeye or Hawk's Eye, that could be a connection to her mom, which I think in the comic book was Madam Face. Uh, so that could be a link there. I don't think it was, I don't think it was to kill him. It made it, it made it seem like that, but I don't think that's what Contessa wanted her to do. So mm, I sure. think maybe Ronan might have done something to fuck up one of her missions or fuck up something that Contessa uh, had going on before. Um, because that, that's the only th reason that I can think of that she would sick an assassin, a trained assassin on, um, on an Avenger. Cause I feel like, mm -hmm. um, she specifically showed, um, Yelena a picture of, uh, of Clint with the Ronin suit on, um, true, true. as opposed to showing him in his Hawkeye uniform. You know what I mean? Or in his, like a regular ass uh, sweater. <laughs> so like she specifically showed him that, uh, showed her that, that, that picture. So um, I feel like she probably wants Ronan gone more so than she wants Hawkeye gone. Then let me add to that and ask you this. Uh, could Contessa be in cahoots somewhat with Kingpin, uncle, potentially to come into this series uh, because they've said in this series that Ronan came very close to taking out the head of organized crime, which we assume is mm. uncle, which we assume is Kingpin. Uh, so could she have been subcontracted by Kingpin to take him out? Maybe. 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 Um, the and only she's just thing. passing it on. Yeah, it's like I don't want to do it. It's, yeah. You do it. The the only thing the only thing that's the only thing that stopped me from believing that is Contessa definitely seemed like the kind of character who isn't bad or isn't good, but she wants to keep order. So maybe that's why. But at the same time, to me, if she knows about what's going on with the fucking Avengers and where Steve Rogers really is, or if he's still alive or not, it seems kind of small time for her to be worried about that unless mm -hmm. the kingpin is so important to keep new york stable i guess possibility but i'm not sure well, the one thing i had seen online which makes perfect sense is that the kingpin uncle didn't get disappeared 
uh, didn't get blipped, snapped. Um, <laughs> Disappeared. <laughs> that's a callback to one of our very first episodes with Samantha Russell talking about WandaVision. Um, so they all got disappeared. Uh, <laughs> so, so many people disappeared and New York was ripe for the taking. So the kingpin really rose and expanded in power during those during that time. Uh, so even outside making those of New connections, York. even that outside of New York. Oh, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. So making all those connections, not just within New York, but within governments uh, and these different uh, agencies. Mm-hmm. Is like he one of the power brokers? Like, was what's your face on the phone with him at the end of? Uh, I mean, Falcon Kingpin is the Kingpin is the man. I mean, as, as all the Spidey comics I've read, and every like. I mean, my, my huge source uh, for information is probably like Fox Kids, but Kingpin is like physically and literally like, or metaphorically, huge. I mean, because like yeah. he, he's the main bad guy for two really good, no, like every new, almost every New York City based hero has to do with Daredevil, Kingpin at one point or another. Punisher. Everybody. Spider Man. Yeah. Spidey. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, there's multiple open threads that Kingpin fills the holes, you know, he, he kind of ties, mm-hmm. ties them up, uh, going back years, things that might maybe, you know, we're kind of hanging out there. If you watch these different recaps, they're like, you know, Kingpin, boom, done. Kingpin, boom, done. New business. Yep. Um, mm. yeah. So episode five, uh, coming up next week, you think we'll see him? <sighs> I hope so. Just because I, 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 I don't want to have to wait until like the end of episode six to have like a, oh, now you like a, a post credit scene reveal or something like that. I, I want to get a little bit of the character. Um, and of course, like, I don't expect him to be taken down in two episodes because we haven't even been introduced to him yet. But yeah. um, I want to see him in action. I want to see him like do something. Um, Anything. That's not as very, yeah, just <laughs> something that's not as violent, of course, is uh, what we saw on Daredevil, but uh, yeah, something that's like the Disney Plus version. Of wait, that. wait, you mean you mean crushing a dude's skull in a car door isn't Disney Plus worthy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just, just, just don't show the blood, all right? Yeah. <laughs> what, what yeah. green goop, you want green goop, yeah. or green dust? <laughs> yeah, that would be like that purple uh, gel <laughs> from the. <laughs> I'm going to need cheat codes to view the real blood. Uh, if we if we do get Kingpin next week, there is potential that we also get Daredevil in the same week in No Way Home. Oh, yeah, that is next week. Shit. And that would be a pretty cool week. There's so much going on. Damn you, Feige! Feige! Uh... Yeah, anything that we're missing within this uh, within this episode that's worth uh, going over? Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot. There was so many sweet moments uh, within um, the entire episode. Mm-hmm. Even when um, when Jack and Eleanor were at the dinner table flirting with each other, uh, it was a moment where it kind of like I did kind of let my guard down as a viewer, and I was like, oh, that, look at them having like some right normal you know couple interaction which seemed pretty cute you know during the uh almost holiday dinner um 
but yeah, they're both they're both evil. But I still think that like Eleanor is a little bit more evil than Jack is. The only thing I'm I'm thinking about because like I didn't I forgot about it until they they played the previously on at the beginning of the episode. She's still talk, supposed to talk to the cops, and she I don't know if she's ever done that yet. And uh, oh, yeah. that's coming up. Uh, the fact that a cop just finds your number is like, hey, you want to come down and talk to us about this? So that's should be on the uh, on the on the plate at least for uh, the next episode. Yeah. Meanwhile, the Larper friend, one of the Larper friends, who's a cop, like, who's just you know, I guess they they might not know about it, or maybe they're just like, eh, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> let's yeah. let's do some Larping stuff. Get her get her bag back to her first, and then maybe she'll help. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, any other thoughts as to what this watch does and why it's so important? It got to be Iron Man related. I got it has to be like a suit or something, something that like if the it if it falls into the wrong hands, uh, somebody will like take the the technology or something. Um, because it, it's definitely because like the fact that it was a classic, uh, or he even mentioned like a classic Rolex. That's definitely something like Stark would have, and something that he would toy around with. So. And didn't is, they? Didn't he say something like that? It belonged to an old colleague, person or a person yeah, who used to work for with. A while. Yeah. So like, out of the game for a while. That's that's yeah, what we're that, going to say. He died. Right. Huh? So that's what makes me think maybe it might be somebody else who might be still Captain America. Uh, Pym? Steve? Maybe Pym? Pym? Maybe it's a classic. It's a classic role. Classic. Yeah. You could have had and that back in the 80s. So it's really mm-hmm. important. He used the um, Pim, he used the Pim uh arrowhead. So yeah. I hope it's yeah. not Pim. I, like, not that like <laughs> I have anything against Hank Pim, but there's been a lot of like between this and what if like I yeah, I'm, I'm done. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Like you're important. We get it. <laughs> we get yeah. it. You're super important. If it's important. Pim related, someone's definitely dying. Yeah, yeah. no thanks. <laughs> I don't need that right now. For yeah. real. Because death surrounds Pim uh, within these uh, last two series. <laughs> For real. Um, yeah. Okay. Any other other thoughts? I think that's it for me. Right. There may be something that comes up within Winners and Losers. Keen, what do you have coming up? Uh, what do I have coming up? Uh, you can see me at Theater Exile uh next thursday hosting uh for uh i know hoffman and what was the other team name smoke break. uh smoke break uh very excited for that um and i'll also be on too late uh with uh joe tuzzi and uh rob Luciani uh on their comic for their late night show so i'm excited for that oh and follow mm-hmm. me at king cobb on everything great marcelie um i have a stand-up show on this saturday which is december 11th um cab's comedy pop-up me and my buddy uh co-hosting um his show and uh that'll be fun and i also am doing a stand-up set at front street cafe on the 20th um and uh if i can't get a sitter uh, maybe I'll I'll be part of the the study hall show, and um and not yet rated as well on the 18th. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm supposed to go out with my wife that night. But yeah, if we can't find a sitter, then I'll <laughs> be at the improv shows. Um, I'm just gonna but yeah, follow me. Tires. 
Yeah. Uh, takes like the off hooks. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, is that you? Get away from my car. <laughs> I got a busy signal. How does that happen? Uh, yeah, this is Mike. You can follow me on all the things at Mike Marbach and go to xwordscomedy.com for information on all the shows and podcasts that we have and that we just talked about. Go to the episode notes, plugging one thing for myself, and that is our holiday variety show, Winter Wonder John. Well, I where I will be performing for the first time since 2019, where I did this exact thing, but we're switching things up as far as the voices, where I do Twas the Night Before Christmas in 50 different celebrity voices, celebrities, cartoons, politics, uh, covering a bunch of different fields of entertainment and life. Uh, and it's always a fun time. And that show, if, even if you're like listening to like impressions, fuck that, uh, there is like 10 to 12 other other awesome acts on the show. So if you hate, Anything I've just said, there's something for you to see. So go to xwordscomedy.com for information on that. And if you're interested in classes too, um, we're all improvisers here. Uh, you two are stand-ups. Uh, eventually we'll have a stand-up class, but for now we've got improv and sketch comedy. So check out information on the classes that we have starting in January 2022. I want to hear some winners and losers. So Marcely, who is your uh, loser? My loser is gonna be Kazi. <laughs> gotta be Kazi. <laughs> gotta yeah. be Kazi. I mean, just just because of uh, he did he didn't check the backseat. You know, he Clint was ten steps ahead of him. Um, he got all his weapons jacked from him, <laughs> mm-hmm. and he he didn't even know. He tried to pull a fast one on Clint, um, but yeah, Clint tossed his gun. Um, and just left him stranded. So he has to go back to to Echo with no weapons and just like, you know, ask for permission to get a new one, I guess. Dean, your loser? Speaking of partners, I'm going to say it was uh, Echo. Uh, her, her place got fucking ransacked. Mm-hmm. Uh, she had to fuck up her own place. Uh, she got to clean up all this fucking goop off, <laughs> yeah. off her wall. Um, <laughs> somebody took watch a, a watch. She, she, she took a watch yeah. that she liked. Uh, <laughs> that might have been her favorite notepad. We don't know. We'll never know. Uh, so yeah, she she came up a uh, big loser in this one, yeah, and she got her she, ass kicked a little bit. So yeah, mm-hmm. yep. yeah. Uh, my loser was Echo for all reasons previously mentioned. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, even though she burst onto the scene, Chris being clean. Uh, I'm going to say the loser was Yelena Belova. Uh, because she came and immediately she got fucked up. <laughs> immediately. She thought she was just going to sneak up on this guy um, and, didn't, you know, everybody just started fighting. Shit went haywire really, really quickly to the point where she was just like, bye, I'm out. <laughs> and winners, keen. Uh, it could be argued for the other way, but I'm definitely going to say, uh, I think Clint, if not Clint, Jeremy Renner, uh, because he i can't remember where i first saw i I saw him in something before hawkeye or before avengers but something with him he's such a good fucking actor dude like and he even talked about he's not he's not like that classically gorgeous but he's good enough looking to get away with shit and like yes he's rugged and it just works (laughs) man he's he's so good uh jeremy renders my winner yep uh, did you just do a drum beat at the end of, the end of that? Sounded like it was like, uh, I did. Marsley. <laughs> Marsley, your winner. 
Uh, my winner is gotta be Kate. I'm gonna say Kate because she brought so much to the episode um, and she helped move things along a, a lot. And I mean, you could say that she was pretty successful in, in saving Clint's ass. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and I mean, just the, the fact that she got a chance to learn a bunch of new things from Clint um, during such a touching and thoughtful moment. Um, yeah, I, I think she's a winner for being a kind person. Yeah, cool. Uh, my winners are the LARPers uh, <laughs> because they are getting some new uniforms. Uh, they aided in this mission. They are helping out Avengers uh, within their world. Like they're, they're living their dreams here right now uh, and Bombshell. Uh, specifically for retrieving those arrows and going against any code of the jobs that she holds uh, to, make that, to make that happen. Although uh, she may be the loser in coming weeks because I don't think she's getting that bag back. Uh, we, <laughs> shall, we shall see. Um, and is there any other place in which you feel Stan Lee would have appeared if not in place of the old man in the elevator? He would have found Kazi's gun or he'd have been like, the hell is this doing here in the middle of the dinner? <laughs> yeah, just miss me. <laughs> um, maybe he would have been like a security guard at the the apartment complex at when Kate mm-hmm. uh, walks into the door uh, with the old man, or maybe like an elevator operator or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, would have loved to have seen him as one of the uh, one of the LARPers. I think that would have been. Uh, that would be fun. Great the first go ice wall. that would have been fun all right uh that's it we are back next week although i will not be here uh so we'll have to grab somebody to host because i got shows to do they start a week from tonight at xroadscomedy.com uh so thank you marcely thank you keen thank you all for listening bye bye bye